You're listening to the Mom Inspired Show, episode 354 with Amber Sandberg. Welcome to the Mom Inspired Show. I'm your host, Amber Sandberg, and this show is created to inspire, encourage, and add a little extra fun to your day. Hey, you guys, I'm super excited to be here today with you. Um, I hope you had a great Labor Day weekend. I almost said Memorial Day, even though I know that Labor Day is in September. Um, if you have not started school yet with your kiddos, then you probably are starting today when you hear this episode or maybe Wednesday. So good luck to all of you because I don't know. I feel like it's a little bit crazy with starting school. You know, there's something about the summer, even though we're with our kids more, okay? And you kind of need a minute, but there is something about when school goes back, yes, it's easier because they're in school, but there's something also crazy about it. Like, I don't know. It's hard to explain this to, to people who don't have school-aged kids because um, they're just kind of like, why are you just not excited that your kids are gone all day, right? Um, I don't know. I think it's like there's just there's more stuff to stay on top of, going to bed, getting up early, getting them out the door. If you're driving them, getting out the door, the long um, you know, wait to drop off the long wait for pickup, you know, all that stuff, all that stuff. And that kind of made me think about why I wanted to do this episode on adrenals, because all that stuff that I just mentioned is stressful. And, you know, and, and I think we forget that because we're like, oh, the kids are going to be gone. Um, but your life might get crazier because you're like, I got to make the lunches. I got to do this. I got to do that. Everybody has to have their clothes, blah, blah, blah. And, um, I don't know, why it feels like this, but like I have one in middle school, one in elementary, the one in middle school, there's so many things to sign for their handbook type thing. And because you're not really involved as much in elementary. So then I'm like signing everything, looking over everything. Papers are coming back. Papers need to go back. Um, all the like, okay, before school starts, you're going to meet the teacher and locker stuff. And then after that, then it's like, open house without the kids. So hopefully you have childcare. Uh, if not, well, one of you are going, not both of you. And, um, so it, I don't know, there's just a lot of activity happening at one time and it can feel super stressful. So, and let's not forget how we all just end up getting sick when the kids start school. Okay. I'm just like, is this just what going to be August and September are like? I don't know. I don't remember this, you know, being like this. I don't know. I'm like, is this just what it's going to be like? So good luck to you. Um, you're not in this alone. Just know that. Um, okay. So with all of that said and done, um, I want to talk about adrenals. And um, I was listening to a podcast a few weeks back and they were talking about health. And I thought to myself, it might be good for me to share my adrenal journey with you. Um, so if you have listened to my podcast for a while, you might've heard me say, on episodes where we talk about health or hormones, my issues with my adrenals. Uh, you might be thinking, what are adrenals? And let me just share with you how Google describes adrenal fatigue if you're not familiar with it, okay? So adrenal fatigue is a term used by alternative health practitioners, which are also called functional doctors, to explain tiredness and other symptoms which are thought to be due to chronic long-term exposure to stressful situations. Okay. So here is another definition and it is more, um, it just is, there's more to it. Okay. 
Adrenal fatigue is an increasingly common yet sometimes controversial diagnosis used to indicate depletion of the adrenal glands. Cortisol is a hormone released by the adrenals for use in the regulation of blood pressure. In response to stress, the adrenals release greater amounts of cortisol. Adrenal fatigue is thought to occur when the adrenals have become overtaxed by excess cortisol release and can no longer produce levels of cortisol necessary for both optimal body function. Okay, so common symptoms of adrenal fatigue are thought to include, so listen up because let's see if you can recognize any of these in yourself. Fatigue, particularly upon waking uh, with intermittent crashes throughout the day, poor stress response and mood regulation, cognitive issues or brain fog, increased energy levels in the evening, cravings for salty and sweet foods, overuse of caffeine and other stimulants, and a compromised immune system. Okay, I know you may be thinking, um, I have this all the time. And so I guess I have adrenal fatigue. If you have a baby, you may feel this, okay, just in general. Um, Your adrenals are probably taxed because of having a baby and not getting sleep. Um, So if you're listening to this, you're like, yeah, this is my normal everyday life. Yes, I totally understand that. And so you'll hear my my journey and how how I noticed things when I had a baby. So hang in there. Okay. So I am the person who, if I hear women start talking about these symptoms, I suggest they might have adrenal issues and they usually look at me like I'm a little bit crazy. And I have had people come back to me and say their adrenals were low after all. One of the things that I realized when I was working out doing boot camp and all that, people would be like, I need to take a nap later that day. And I'm like, you really shouldn't need to take a nap because of your workouts. And I'm going to discuss this a little bit later in here, but those are kind of some things like when people are just kind of like, I'm just like crashing during the day. Um, you know, maybe they're getting sick a lot, all these things kind of play into this. So I wanted to talk about this because if you don't have people in your life that are familiar with adrenal fatigue, you may feel a little bit crazy. You may be like, what is happening to me? And it can be, it can feel scary because you're just like, I can't get it together. So if you are feeling any of these things, that's why I wanted to talk about this. And if you know someone who talks to you about this stuff, please let them listen to this episode, like share this with them. Okay. All right. So you might wonder, how did I know my adrenals were off? So let's go back in time. When I first got married, I was working full time and going to school full full time. And that included me getting my master's. So I think because of me being in my early thirties, I thought, I mean, early twenties, I thought, oh, I could just push, push, push and be fine. And so I was getting up really early and then being constantly stressed because of school. Um, it eventually pushed me over the edge. And so, um, I had gone to a functional doctor and realized that my adrenals were low and how they can test that is they take a saliva test that measures your cortisol. So you do this at home. So you'll like kind of spit into a tube a little uh, tube, you know, and, um, you do this like when you get up before you eat or drink mid morning, afternoon, and before bed. And those results will paint a picture for you. Cause I don't know if you remember me saying that some of the symptoms that you might have is, um, an increased level of energy in the evening. See, so if your cortisol is high before going to bed, that will be an indicator. 
Okay. So when I fast forwarded, okay, so that was, that was in my twenties. Then I fast forward after having kids and having C-sections. And while I point that out, because surgery is a big stressor on your body and it can tank your adrenals because it's having to recover from the surgery. And then on top of that, you've had a baby. I mean, I did not want to have C-sections. That's just not how it went for me though. I couldn't do it the other way. Um, I wish I could. And the first time around, I mean, it was just, oh, that alone probably taxed my adrenals because I labored for so long to the point that it was like, okay, I'm going to have to have a C-section. And so I was so exhausted, so exhausted. So you think about that, so exhausted, so tired, your body's gone under so much pressure and stress. Then you have a surgery. Okay. Then if you're breastfeeding, then you have to like, now your body is doing a lot of work while you just had surgery and you're recovering. And, um, let's see, you're not sleeping. Okay. So it's a, it's a perfect, you know, combo to just tank your adrenals. Um, okay. And then the lack of sleep and breastfeeding. So why I say that? Cause that stresses out your body because it's taking away from you to give to the baby, even though I totally support breastfeeding, but that's something to know. And I'll say that on my second, I, I, my first was, it was really challenging. So I ended up pumping way more, but still, that's still, it's taxing your body. My second one, I was able to figure it out. And then I was able to breastfeed her longer, but to the point that my functional doctor was like, okay, I think you need to kind of stop because it's now it's impacting you too much. It's like, you can't get better by doing this. And so it'd be like, she's good. She's old enough. And, you know, and you kind of need to start repairing yourself. So that's why I say that so that you kind of, because if you're in that boat and you're trying to figure out like, what is the issue? Like maybe you're getting good sleep and all this, but you're like, what, why do I feel this way? It could, it could be breastfeeding. It's just taking the nutrients and your body is having to work harder. You know, I always joke when people would say to me, like they would lose weight and um, they'd be like, oh, I just run after my children and I breastfeed. And I'm just kind of like, oh, yes. Okay. Be like, that's not like for everyone. And congratulations, you have amazing genetics that you can do just that and get your weight off. Okay. For me, I think I was built for a famine. Okay. I think my body was like, okay, so we're just going to always hold on to extra body fat. We're going to build you a little bit more curvy. So if there's a famine, you will survive. Because when I was nursing, I was not losing weight. It was like, my body was like, are you crazy? We're not letting you lose weight. You're feeding a child. You're taking care of a child over here. So, you know, it's, it just, your all our bodies are totally different. So for me, I think my body was like, okay, we're working really hard here to take care of this child. So we're not going to let you lose weight. We're, I don't know. I mean, it, it like, we're trying to get the best nutrients to give to the baby. And, um, so I just want you guys to know that like, you may look at somebody else. You may even look at to your sister and you may be like, but they can do it. Yeah. Your genetic makeup is still different than theirs. Also what your life was like, right? So I kind of burnt it out because of how I kind of started off my twenties. Well, if I hadn't done that, maybe it would have looked different. Maybe I would have bounced back faster after having a C-section. Maybe I wouldn't have been so worn down with breastfeeding. I, I don't know. Like, and let me just tell you, it wasn't just like, I felt so worn down with breastfeeding. I didn't, but I think with having a functional doctor who was to- totally pro 
breastfeeding, she was just kind of like, okay, I think we need to put the oxygen mask on you, back onto you. And then like, we kind of need to wean down if we're trying to repair your adrenals and kind of get you more to a hundred percent. Okay. So I just want to um, stress that. Okay. Then also drinking coffee to make up for the lack of sleep will impact your adrenals. And like I said, just having a baby to take care of tanked my adrenals. I mean, I was so tired even while after my oldest was sleeping well, I just felt like I couldn't do what I normally could do. I remember my friend saying she was going on a cruise with her friends and I told her that that doesn't even sound fun to me because that's how tired I was. And I would normally never say that because if you've been following me for a long time, you know, I love travel. You know, I, um, I'm a travel advisor, travel agent, and I have done episodes on traveling and I love it. So if I'm saying that to you, then, you know, something's off with me and it just, it can just feel like you just need to pass out. Like you are just truly dragging and you can't think straight. So if any of this resonates with you, then your adrenals may be off. Okay. So now I want to share with you what I needed to start doing to make myself feel like me again. I would find a functional doctor. Okay. Just look up functional doctors in the area. If you can't find that chiropractors, um, sometimes, um, kind of help with that. I have a chiropractor who, um, I actually get like a tincture from him and then a functional doctor that gives me supplements. So depending on, so when I was actually take, helping my adrenals after my second daughter, yeah, she had me on a few things. I was taking more stuff because I was really trying to repair after having a surgery and stuff like that. Um, so I normally take the supplements and then if I'm feeling really down, like how I describe it, um, when I'm talking to my husband or somebody, I'm like, I'm adrenal tired. Okay. And that is like, you are tired to your bone. And you're like, I don't even know why I'm so tired. Like what is making me this way? So I'll take the tincture if I'm that tired, like to really kind of like nourish my adrenals, like really try to kind of pump them up. Okay. So I'm just telling you, like, these are the things to look for in your functional doctor, um, or a chiropractor or anything like that. These, these are the people who can help you. Okay. And then when you are this tired, you want to drink more caffeine, but that can make your adrenals work harder. So then I had to figure out a way to balance that out because I do love my coffee. So I just know not to go too crazy or maybe certain kinds of coffee are not good for you. You know, if it's too strong, if it's too acidic, or maybe you do need to kind of do maybe half, half and half, right? Half decaf, half caffeinated play with that. If you're noticing that like you're not feeling right, that is something to kind of take a look into. If you feel like a nap, meaning you don't think you can keep your eyes open, you feel like you can't think, or you feel like you are barely making it through, take a nap, even if it's for an hour. Listen, I am not a nap person, but I have learned that if I am this bad off, that is exactly what my body is telling me I need to do because no amount of coffee is going to help me. I'm going to tell you, when you think about having to make your coffee, like, and, and let's just pretend you don't have like an espresso machine where you just press a button, like pretend you have like a normal drip coffee and you're like, I got to put the grounds in and I got to put the water in and I got to push start and I got to wait for it to brew. If you are like, that feels too daunting, then you need a nap. Okay. 
Um, because when I'm that exhausted, making coffee sounds too exhausting because it's not just a push button. Okay. So I just need you to imagine if you have a, a pretty fancy espresso machine, um, maybe even a K cup, whatever, if you had to do the whole, like putting your coffee grounds in blah, blah, blah. And that feels too tedious. Then that means go lay down. Okay. If you can lay down, um, okay. So that is what I would do. Cause when I feel this way and need a nap, um, I just know my adrenals are off and that will help me feel so much better. Like just that little bit of sleep, even if you can just lay down, even if you're not fully sleeping, close your eyes, just try to get that rest. It will, it will rejuvenate you to get you to like going again more than coffee. That's not to say that you're not going to have some coffee when you get up, but it's like your body just needs that. Um, so let me just go back. So when I had my youngest daughter, she was talking to me about bedtime and stuff like that. If you've heard me talk about this, I have talked about this on other episodes where we're talking about hormones, maybe adrenals. And I remember her saying that if you can try to go to bed at 10 and wake up at seven, those times are helpful for adrenals. So clearly if you have a baby, that is not realistic and I totally get it. So, but it's just something to store away in the future. Um, but it's just, you know, these are guidelines too. Okay. Cause I will say if you are a night owl, maybe 10 o'clock for you is way too early. Maybe it's 11. Like maybe you're going into bed at 12 and maybe you just work it back to 1130 to 11 and see how you feel. Um, so when I was really trying to recover from that, I tried as hard as I could to go to bed by 10 or before and wake up at seven if, if I could. Okay. If, if nobody was waking me up now, I can wake up before 6am naturally and feel good. Now the days that I'm like, I feel really tired or maybe I went to bed later. If I can, I will let myself sleep because I just know then I'll be paying the price later if I don't. And I'll tell you guys, sometimes it's only 20 or 30 more minutes of sleep that I need to make the difference. So you don't have to think like, ah, I got to sleep two more hours, you know? So if you feel that way, don't feel guilty about it. Um, and let me just say, if you are like, well, I work out in the morning, I got to get up before the kids. Listen, that's me too. I try to get up before the kids so that I can just have time to think and do my stuff. But if you're feeling that tired and you're like, well, I normally work out forgo the workout. Okay. Because the workout, if you are already feeling that way, is only going to make it harder for you. Just trust me on that, okay? So let's just go back. If 10 o'clock is way too early for you, then think about how do you feel going to bed um, at the time that you do. Start paying attention to that. Start backing down. Yours may not be 10. Yours may be a little bit later. But just like you got to be honest with yourself, though. Like you got to like really ask yourself, how do I feel the next day? Because that's going to be the data you need to figure out when you should be going to sleep, when you should be waking up. Like if you could test this during the weekend, when do you naturally wake up without an alarm? That's a good indicator for you. Okay. Um, like I said, I don't use an alarm and I wake up naturally at that time, but I have to go to bed at a certain time. I mean, I couldn't do that. I couldn't, I couldn't go to bed at midnight and then wake up that, at that early. So, so that's just something to figure out. Um, especially if you are a night owl. So you your time might be different, 
right? Or you may find that actually it would be beneficial for you to go to bed sooner and wake up earlier. Okay. Um, so now if you've heard me say this before, um, you will, you will know that I don't really drink. And when I say that, I really mean it because I know people that say, Oh, I don't, I don't really drink often, but then they, they drink several times a week. So that's not what I'm saying. Okay. So I realize this is relative and I don't say that I never drink because I could be on a vacation somewhere. And especially when I go on work trips for travel, um, a lot of people are drinking. And so I don't normally drink most of the time, but there might be like this fun cocktail that I may try and may take two to three sips on. Um, and so that's why I don't say I never, but like, I really, that it's not my jam. Coffee is my jam. Okay. So I want to say this to you because again, I know this is relative that like people will say they don't drink and then you see them drinking a lot because what is drinking a lot? I mean, you have no idea what is drinking a lot of coffee. I mean, you can't, how are you measuring? You're like, no, I drink 64 ounces. Oh, you drink a hundred ounces. Okay. So this is why I point this out. Not that I'm saying that you shouldn't drink or you should drink, but here is why that for me, why I didn't really drink. And I felt this when I was younger. Now I have heard as people have gotten closer to menopause, friends of mine and podcasts that I've listened to women that are getting close to 50 and they did drink and they do drink that they have to scale back on their drinking because they are starting to feel the way that I have already been feeling, I think since my 20s. So I don't know why. Um, maybe because of my adrenals, because I burn them out. I have no, I have no idea, right? We all are made up differently and we can handle things differently. For me, I do not handle antibiotics well. Like I really try hard to not take them. I just, I can feel them in my body and I'm like, ugh. It just feels gross where I have some friends that they, they don't even feel it. Like it doesn't even impact them. So again, our genetic makeup is so different. Um, so just different things impact us, right? Um, so with that said, I would feel so tired, like drinking. So I also would not be able to go to sleep well. Like I could just tell, like I wasn't falling into a deep sleep. And then maybe I was like waking up and this is me only drinking a little bit. Let me just be clear. Okay. So obviously my body is sensitive to this. And so the more tired, like I would feel the next day because I didn't sleep well. And then I'm like, why am I going to drink to feel this tired? And so I want you guys to pay attention to this. How do you sleep and how do you feel after a day of having drinks? Like just pay attention to see like if you are not your best and that is something else to kind of pay attention to. And it may not be so much that the alcohol is impacting you, but it could be impacting your sleep, which then is impacting your adrenals, right? Okay. So hopefully you're following me with that. And then next is working out. Okay. So you guys need to hang with me on this. Okay. Cause I think I might sound nuts when I say this and it's so true. Again, different people can do different things, but if you resonate with this, you'll be so thankful that you heard this. When you have adrenal issues, doing HIIT workouts, which are like they're intensive workouts, um, like crazy intense workouts will drain you. So instead of feeling energized after your workout, like I said earlier, you feel like you need to have a nap a couple hours later. That is how you're going to know you're pushing it. And I loved doing hard workouts, but then I realized I had to start listening to my body and stop doing this because I used to just feel like I, like, I I just was like, okay, why am I having 
to like, you know, take a nap, drink tons of coffee because I worked out. I'm like, wouldn't it be better if I just didn't kill myself and didn't have to recover so hard? Like, how about we just work out moderately, you know, and there is something about the intensity. So like, I know when my um, heart rate starts to go really high, that's when I'm going to start to feel really tired. So if it's going, I think 150, 160, I'm like, oh no, like this is going to push me over the edge. So I'm not saying like lift heavy, do slower, intense workouts that way. I don't feel like that really does the same thing to me uh, because my heart rate is not getting as high, but it's still a hard workout. It's that cardio intense workout when your heart rate is going really high. I want you to pay attention that how high is it going and then see if you get tired. That is something to really pay attention to because you may need to scale back because it's no longer working for you. So I'm actually going to address more of this when I do episodes on cycle syncing. I've talked about this before with a guest that you can check out. Um, if you just type in cycle syncing, it will come up. Um, but I'm going to share more about this in regards to our monthly cycle. That's what that means. Cycle syncing is our monthly cycle and how that plays a role into our daily lives um, from what we eat, how we move our bodies, depending on where we are on our cycle. When is the best time to do certain tasks? Um, or, or activities, meaning when you're PMSing, it may not be the best time to go be social and start a heart project, just to give you an example, okay? Um, so make sure to keep an eye out for the episode. I'm not sure if I'm going to do it for next week or a couple weeks out, um, but it will be soon because I do think this plays such a huge role. I think that if we can figure out how to optimize um, our cycles so that we can really shine during certain parts of it, it will make such a huge difference. In a nutshell, men have a 24-hour cycle, okay? Women have the cycle of how long their cycles are between their periods. And so it makes a huge difference. So a man just starts over every day. Okay, for us, it's like, no, we day seven is not going to be the same as day 15 for us. And so now you may be on birth control or an IUD or something like that. That does change things up. Um so I don't know how you feel um, if you feel different when you're on that. So if you don't, then this it may be a little bit different because I'm not sure how that works when you have something kind of altering. But if you are not on those or you are on those and you do still feel the differences in week to week, then um, this would be really good for you because I think it can be very frustrating and it can feel very defeating of like why you're not able to do something one week, but you can do it the next week. Or why are you so social? Or like, why are you making plans? You know, it's like you may find that you're making plans to hang out with people when you're feeling very social, but you're making the plans for a time that is not ideal to actually go socialize. So these are the things that I'm talking about um, that I want to share with you. And you guys, if you have not grabbed your 30-minute free coaching session with me, please do so. Like if you want to talk about adrenals, you want to talk about cycle thinking, you want to talk about starting a business, you want to talk about losing weight, this is what this is for. Okay. It's an it's my way of giving back to you guys. You can get to know me better. I can get to know you. And we can make it more personalized. We can brainstorm. You can come up with strategies uh, for you as soon as you get off the Zoom call. Okay. It's a Zoom call. Um, and there is no pressure. Um, you don't have to feel like, oh my gosh, like I have to have all my stuff together. No this is what this is for. So if you're feeling like you hear topics that I talk about and you're like, I would love to kind of pick her brain and dive a little bit deeper or have her kind of like, look at my stuff. 
that is what that's for. So just go to mominspiredshow.com uh, forward slash coaching. If you don't see an available time, just email me at amber at mominspiredshow.com. If you follow me on Instagram um, at mominspiredliving, DM me. Say, hey, I listened to this episode. I'd love to set up that 30-minute call with you. Um, please do so. I would love to get to know all of you guys um, and just kind of help you out. So I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode and make sure to check out the cycle syncing episode that is going to be coming out soon. All right. I'll talk to you later. Hey, you guys, thank you so much for listening to the show. If you love this episode, I would love for you to tag me at mom inspired living on IG story. So I can personally thank you for sharing this. All right, you guys, I'll see you next week.